I saw my first World Series game in 1920, seven years before I was born. The viewing instrument was my father, who relished baseball and had so vivid a memory that friends called him, somewhat laboriously, it now seems to me, the walking encyclopedia. We were indeed walking along Prospect Avenue, a quiet Brooklyn street, under sycamore trees with peeling patchy bark and fruit clusters abrim with itching powder. Far back from the bluestone sidewalk, large homes sprawled behind shields of hydrangea bushes and spiked iron fences, immobile vigilantes in a neighborhood without crime. My mother had banished us into the springtime for violating a rule, no ball-playing in the house. All mothers in that generation said no ball-playing in the house. All mothers also said, take off those sneakers, take them off at once, don't you know that sneakers are bad for your feet? My father had decided to show me how to spin a breaking ball, and winding up in a long hallway, I wore Buster Brown Oxfords, not sneakers, I turned out to have more wrist snap than control. The gray rubber ball slipped off my fingers and slammed into one wall, ricocheting into the other, and went crashing along the hardwood floor. All that machine-gun racket summoned my mother from her book, which I believe was Leaves of Grass. A covey of Brooklyn mothers was rediscovering Walt Whitman that season, and homes like ours resounded with the poet's sometimes mournful tread. Grass, I knew, because my mother recited the lines, is the beautiful uncut hair of graves. Outside, I was not certain if my father had decided on a destination— one particular dream seemed too extravagant. More immediately, I had no idea what conversational paths my father, the walking encyclopedia, would navigate this sunlit afternoon. Ginkgo trees. That was his topic on the previous Saturday. Ginkgo trees grew in Brooklyn, but did not originate there. They were found first in eastern China. They had vanished from the forest, but remained on the grounds of temples. These odd trees with fan-shaped leaves, right here on Prospect Avenue, probably had religious significance in old Cathay during the time of Marco Polo, and what did I think about that? Nothing, really, except that Ginkgo was a funny-sounding name. I was seven years old. It was nice to walk with Dad, and I wanted to make an effort to show that I shared his interest in natural wonders. If you put a grizzly bear and a Bengal tiger in the same cage at the Prospect Park Zoo and they got into a fight, which one would win, the grizzly bear or the Bengal tiger? My father was short, green-eyed, bald, mustached, powerful, and he smiled and looked into the distance. Nature, he said, is red in tooth and claw. Then he began to tell me about the sycamores. I seem to remember a great deal about the trees of Brooklyn but I merely tolerated the arboreal lectures, if a seven-year-old can be said to tolerate a parent, in the hope that my father would veer away from botany. He played third base for City College, covering, he said, a dime or on a good day a quarter. The coach valued him for his bat, I suppose. Whenever I watched my father play weekend baseball, he walloped long drives over and beyond left-center field that thrilled and awed me. At some point, when I was very young, I decided that there was nothing I wanted to do in life as much as I wanted to hit long, high drives over and beyond left-center field like my father. Through six decades, 
births and deaths, bonanzas and busts, wars, divorce, and even the absurdity of major league labor strikes. That part of me has never changed.